welcome welcome to upright citizens welcome back hey ruben how you doing i'm doing all right bob i'm doing fantastic great 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 to see you is here finally summer's here and i'm all a much better person when it's warm you like the heat don't you yeah oh yes island boy to the core (laughs) yeah definitely definitely nice to be getting outside hello um we're back again thanks for Mm -hmm. listening here all our listeners that are following us along here so previously we've done some a couple episodes that we've titled bass standards where we're talking about you know songs that are you know coming out of the bass world because it's obviously a bass centric podcast upright citizens hello hello yes Uh, so (laughs) we're trying to tie in some of these songs that are maybe not just written by bass players but have maybe bass lines that are integral to the composition but then we're going to do some songs especially today my choice today was written by the great sam jones hello one yes. a little bit about unit seven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what do you think about Ru- ruben what do you think about unit seven you played that song before of course i've played this song actually not a whole lot but enough to you know remember some of the things that i that i took away from it um and we were just speaking just before the uh podcast started about uh how i actually thought it was like a minor blues at first um mainly because the melody goes let me start it again hello uh that would be five (laughs) five six to the flat seven for you know our listeners who are musicians who know what that is uh it's like the first three notes in a minor scale exactly you know, and my young ears were like, oh, yeah, great. I'll just play. I'll play, you know, uh, what, what what key is it in again? I forget. Now I'm a horrible person. I should remember this. See? But see, usually people, okay, right. <laughs> know your stuff, Ruben. Uh, and I would, at first I would say, oh, yeah, some C minor blues kind of thing. And But actually some major blues is just that, you know, melody just happens to go to the flat seven and kind of lays on it you know know, that's interesting because that makes me think too you know okay we're going to listen to this song and we're going to talk about it kind of as it's happening too but in the turnaround in the last Mm -hmm. four bars of the a section so just a brief rundown it's a blues with the bridge that has a bridge in it we're going to listen to it of course um but the turnaround where you might hear like a five four or a two five Mm -hmm. it actually does a flat six to five Right. Which is maybe mm-hmm. something you'd hear more often in a minor blues. Exactly. So there's a exactly. little, yeah, right. right. So, and so that's probably what also it lended itself to to my ears thinking, oh, this is familiar. Oh, this, oh, it's in a minor blues, and actually, oh, no, it's not, you know, that. But I guess the, you know, the, I guess the melody could it could be a minor blues. Melody could well st- would still work, still work, I think. Yeah. Right. I yeah. never thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We play, we play a minor now. That's it's twenty. Yeah. 20. Hello, hello, <laughs> upright citizens. We harm. So, just a little background before we let the track play. Mm-hmm. This is unit seven. Uh, it was originally written in 1962. Again, by the great bassist Sam Jones, uh, who has a long association with Cannibal Adderley, and of course many other groups too. But first and foremost, the name. The thought that comes to mind when I hear Sam Jones is Cannibal Adderley for me. Yes, definitely. I mean, that's just the band, the, the one of the premier bands yes. of that time. Definitely. definitely. Mm-hmm. And so it was originally written in 1962 uh, for Nancy Wilson and Cannibal Adderley's album. Um, 
and it was uh, also known as Canon's theme, which I didn't really realize, but there's a later, so there's like three, four different albums from 1962 that have this track on it. So it was immediately a hit, you know, at mm. least it, it went immediately in a Cannonball's book. <laughs> right. Yeah, hit. <laughs> theme. I mean, talk about adopting a, a song, you know, a composition, you know, call mm -hmm. it Canon's theme. That's what's up. But uh, okay, so as we're listening to, it's a C blues with that little flat six thing that we just talked about. And then the bridge goes Latin for the melodies. Mm. All right. And I'm just going to use the open-ended. I know it's not the best term to use just to say Latin, but uh, as we listen to it, you'll, you'll hear what we mean. So here, let's let it, let's let it play. Let's give a little listen here. This is unit seven with Cannibal Adderley and the Nancy Wilson album, 1962. This is uh, of course, Cannibal Adderley, Nat Adderley, his brother playing trumpet, Joe Zawinul, from Weather Report fame. Zavinal. Zavinal. Sam Jones and Lewis Hayes on the drums. Here we go. <laughs> So swinging, so so swinging, so chorus in of Cannibal there, and he just keeps blowing, and it sounds so amazing. And mm -hmm. I just love, I love that recording so much. But we can hear the form of it too. So that was a whole chorus of the form in the solos, mm -hmm. where they just keep swinging through the bridge. So right. another thing, you know, you get on the, you get on the, the, the bandstand, you're at the jam session, somebody calls you, and it's seven. Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you do? Do you go Latin on that bridge? Do you keep swinging? You could do whatever. Yeah. But here what, they are. Go what's, to the our, what's our favorite word at, at uh, Uprise on Upright Citizens? Oh, oh, is it situational? It's, it's all situational, man. Circumstantial? <laughs> situational. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> yeah. But so that's just a taste of the Swingin' Unit Seven, and you can um, you can get the Spotify playlist of all the tracks that we're gonna be playing here today for bass bass standards and the previous episodes as well. So, so I are we to- going? Are we calling this Bass Standards Three? Well, I, that's what I'm trying to remember. I guess because this is our third one. I guess. No, I know. I know. Yeah. So, bass standards. Yeah. Part part Trey. Yeah, 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 yeah. For our for our illustrious editor, make sure you you know you mark this down. Thank you very much. I know that was unprofessional for me doing in the middle of the podcast, but here we are. Anyway, let us know what do you want us to call this? No. (laughs) Hey, I wanted to play another one. So I I was saying earlier, he's um, Cannonball recorded this quite a lot, especially in the year '92. And so Mm. I wanted to just pull up another album which was from the same year. It's the Jazz Workshop Revisited Live in 1962. And it's the same lineup, but they've got the great Youssef Latif, who I'm a big fan of. He's, he plays tenor on this, this cut. Um, but I really wanted to highlight, too, what Lewis Hayes does when it gets to the bridge section. So we heard that a little earlier. Maybe it was like a little earlier in the, uh, the development of this tune. But mm. I pull up this one. I, I, it, it's so nice. I'm not going to do any more talking about it. This is Unit 7 from Cannibal Adderley Sextet, Jazz Workshop Revisited, So the rest of that, I'm so sorry to cut that off. I hate doing that. But in the interest of time, that's what we're going to do. There so you go. We got to go. It would be incomplete of us today to talk about Unit 7 without including mm-hmm. this next recording, mm-hmm. which is just a, a, one of the more definitive versions of Unit 7, at least in my, from my perspective and, and my mm-hmm. you know, coming up in this music a little bit. But this is from Wes Montgomery's album, Smoking at the Half Note. Sorry, there's no G on the end. It's smoking at the half note. Smoking. <laughs> there you go. Uh, they probably were, right? Back in the yeah. day. Oh, definitely. Uh, so, okay. So this is a Wes Montgomery with the Wynton Kelly trio smoking at the half note just three years later in 1965 with Paul Chambers and Jimmy Cobb, which was basically the Miles Davis rhythm section from like, you know, 1959 to 1963. So this is super swinging and it's already like, clearly solidified itself unit seven as being a standard worthy of being re-recorded by different groups you know right i mean within just years right that's a couple years it's picking (laughs) there's a ton of recordings of this song i mean we're talking about a not a bass standard this is like a bona fide standard that every you know that that a lot of people play i'm trying to think i mean wow that that does, does that happen today i'm not really uh maybe once in a while right you know, just like a standard or a song that's made 
like in the past few years be like oh yeah a couple of people are playing that. that that doesn't happen very often but yeah. it obviously got around a little bit and people are like we like this tune. we'll continue to do this okay exactly. yeah nice nice that's what it is so here is a little bit of unit seven again we're gonna cut this off because i gotta let reuben get his his track <laughs> but this is from west montgomery went kelly trio unit seven here we go <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Oh, incredibly swinging. Oh, gosh. Oh, I know the guilt. The guilt is entirely mine. I apologize for turning that down. Go listen to the whole thing, of course. And I yeah. hope that everybody listening could see our faces. We're here on Zoom. <laughs> all of these sessions where we're listening to tracks together, it's so much fun because we're back here dancing. I just, love, I just love music. I just love music. Wow. Um, and to the point that we've made before, I've heard this recording before and it's that kind of thing. Fresh airs, you know, fresh airs, how I actually honed in on West Montgomery's comping behind those incredibly swinging, uh, you know, full of personality notes of Wynn Kelly, you know, like just the, just the way he the the rhythm and the precision that he was playing, the, the voicings. Wow. So, you know, here, you know, we always, saying these listening sessions you know for the seasoned veteran to the person who's just hearing these tunes for the first time we get we all can get something out of of, of listening to these beautiful standards and uh, giving them you know some love uh many years later uh as i said uh or you know for the first time <laughs> um i always hear something different huh i always do too but especially when i listen with somebody else i think there's something special huh. you know what i mean like that's true like mm-hmm. hanging out listening to recordings with people or right you're in like if you're on a set break and there's something playing over the it's mm. a thing you know what i mean like yeah 
I've just always really enjoyed listening to music with other people. That's too. funny. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like I've, I have, haven't done that enough, you know, especially in the day and age when we have our um, crack pipes in our hand all the time, you know, uh, that's, yeah, yeah. you know, the phones that is, uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and it's like, we're, so, we're so in tune. It's like, and every moment open, you know, you know, moment of, of space, we're trying to get on it, but Yes, I let's encourage our you know listeners to to have some listening parties and, and, yeah. and enjoy the music, take it and soak it up, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and give it the love and attention it needs. Um, so well, let's let's move on to the next standard. Uh, it's interesting. We 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 we've been for those who don't know, we we've been focusing on base standards or base lines or something that's very base centric for for these standards. The uh, I'm going to come from a different, you know, viewpoint or kind of different, come around different angle on this whole bass thing um, with a tune by the great Thelonious Monk um, called Blue Monk, one of his oldest compositions, original compositions. Um, I, I let you know a secret, the last, one of the last podcasts bob a serious secret and i have one more that i'm gonna tell you today that you know, hope you don't tell anyone else please all right keep it between me and you all right <clears throat> i'm a huge fan of solo piano get out of here ruben me too stop it me too like the, the solo thelonious monk recordings exactly oh. That's what I'm getting at. Not just the lonely month, but I I really enjoy, and I'm not supposed to because we're bass players, but we're not supposed to. It's sacrilegious. It is sacrilegious. I'm here. I'm saying it. It's sacrilegious. But sometimes you got to do some evil shit, right? So, um, <laughs> brief. What are some of your favorite? I, I know we're going on a tangent a little bit, but I really want to know. And I know I mean, Bill Evans. Uh, uh, there's some Keith Jarrett. I mean, it goes on like Cologne. Uh, the, this what I'm about to introduce. There's some chick career things. Uh, what about did you ever check out uh, Brad Meldow's Elegiac Cycle? No, I don't know about that. I had that on repeat for a long time. Really dug that. But yes, Keith Jarrett, um, the solo okay. album. Let me Contra go check that out. Self, the Bill Evans. Yes, I like that too. Um, this is one I just found. I stumbled on over the uh, over the pandemic. A friend of mine is Alan Pasqua. He's a, a great pianist out here in, in, in California. Wonderful, beautiful ballad um, solo piano that that I li listened to about eight, no, maybe eighty-seven times. But anyway, let's get to Blue Monk. <laughs> this this uh, recording I'm going to uh, play is oh, sorry. Let me backtrack. The reason why I'm picking this song as a bass standard is it's one of those songs that really lays well on the instrument. Mm -hmm. uh, I always think that as bass players, we need to have at least a few standards, if not more, a lot more, but at least have a few easy ones that you can pull out, mm -hmm. that you can play the melody or suggest like, hey, I got the melody to this. Let me play it. Yeah. And this is one of those songs that, that really lays very easily on the bass and it's 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 easy to remember so why not have it now why not why not know it so i'm coming from a um i guess a, a melody standpoint not just because you know, it's a blues yeah. we all should know the blues yeah. but 
challenge yourself to play this 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 uh in different octaves or whatever and have it ready to like i'm ready and there's you know there's some uh, uh what you could uh harmony harmony parts also that that could go with this with this this it's an easy song to just make some music and sure. let me encourage you to do that um this first a rendition of it is uh um the loneliest monk sorry make sure because my old mind can't remember everything i wrote a few things down <laughs> the loneliest monk alone in san francisco it was recorded at uh Fugazi hall in 1959 and i mean this is like bare bones just hear his sound, the personality, the, the the mastery of this this pianist that we've come to know as uh, the, one of our true legends of our music. All right, uh, let me stop talking. Let you hear some music. All right, make sure we got everything going. All right, here's here's Blue Monk by the Great Thorny Smoke. something else to hear monk solo i just i know right yeah it's time it's time the way he was in that time in and out and just i love it i love it but tapping in there you can hear him singing along mm -hmm. tapping his foot getting in there (laughs) um we're gonna hear a bit more monk now uh this one is actually one of the earliest recordings of of this song uh on a prestige recording called the loneliest monk trio uh now there's some discrepancy on exactly when this this record was released for some reason um between 54 or 56 in that range because i think also there was a a couple sessions um prestige recordings uh that 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 went down but i think the main uh session is it features uh the loneliest monk uh bassist Gary Mapp on on bass, obviously I'm not the bass, <laughs> and either Art Blakey or Max Roach. Um, but Percy Heath also plays one or two tracks 
on in some session of some sort. So this this gram they it it's it's obvious that on this this track at least on this blue monkey it's it's Purse Heath only because I've heard Purse Heath a lot, so I know it's him playing on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an Art Blakey on this this particular track. So uh, let's check it out. It's 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 definitely uh, one of those recordings where Monk, you know, he kind of just plays the melody and he goes launch launches right into it. Like that last last thing we we heard, he played the Monk uh, the head like twice. Um, and Percy, you can hear also like he's like, oh, well, I figured that's what we're gonna do, two heads. But you know, Monk was like, no, I'm done with that. Let's keep on going. You know, uh, you can hear it at least. And I, it's, that's one of those like things that you hear like many years like fresh airs. I'm like, wow, that's funny that happened. But it was it's it's great. Um, so enough of that. Let's get to the Lonely Smoke with Percy Heath on bass and the great Art Blakey on drums. And it gets even more funky. It gets even more funky. But I want to play some more music, so <laughs> I heard. Let that yeah, go. when it went to when Monk took that, started off his solo, uh-huh. like, hanging out in that not really mm-hmm. a true feel, but that open like yeah, thing. yeah. And then it all, it, it, yep, it, it felt it felt right. All of it just felt right. Even you know it it just you know it was situational. But uh, I really like that recording a lot. Uh, that's but I said yeah, that's some very early monk and you know his but his voice is so clear and defined definite you know uh defined that is uh yeah i just love hearing that that recording so let's let's do one more um that comes from a whole different bag um i'm also a, a fan of vocalist recordings so uh, anytime i can hear a standard that uh, great vocalist or especially when i like a lot I'd like to just check it out and see what that interpretation, you know, feels like, sounds like. And this one is with uh, the great Abby Lincoln. Mm. Um, This particular recording, uh, 
let me see, remember what this is. Particular recording was done, I think, in like 2007-ish in that range, right? Uh, and it, it's it's the recordings Abby sings like Abby, mm-hmm. uh, and and so it, this was definitely a, a something kind of out of her norm, I guess. The 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 the, the tracks and the the production or whatnot. It it reached, it, it, it it features um, Larry Campbell. Larry Compel, sorry, I don't even know how to say his last name, but he's 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 a guitarist, you know, multi instrumentalist, who uh who who plays the gamut of, of instruments, obviously because he's multi instrumentalist. But uh, his guitar and his sound, like the folk kind of like bluesy, rockish kind of thing, is kind of featured on this on this on this album. Um, the other you know, cast would be Sean Pelton on drums, Gil Goldstein on accordion, Dave Egger on, 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 on cello, and the great Scott Colley on bass, all right? Uh, and, and the bass is very upfront in this recording too, which is I love, I always love bass up front. So, <clears throat> and uh, so I'm just giving you a, a little smidget of Abby and her beautiful, soulful band playing Blue Monk. Sometimes it's dear Being complete Knowing defeat Keeping on from year to year It takes some doing Monkery's the blues Life is a school Less you're a fool But the learning brings you pain Knowing at once You're just a dunce Trial and error, loss and gain Yeah. 
something else. Yeah, it's beautiful. I like that. I mean, it's a very interesting recording, you know, to hear in this context away from from the traditional um, jazz setup or jazz trio setup, you know. So it's, uh, yeah, I love the way she interpreted the melody there. Very soulful. Down home is like real blues, like uh-huh. tempo. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man. Yeah. Do you do you know is that her lyric? Yeah, as far as I know, I'm, I I read up on that and make sure. And as far as I know, that that was those were her lyrics. And she kind of put that together, you know. So, you know, another yeah, I love it. I love it. Got, got sound on that too. I know, right? Yeah, like the earth. Great. Yeah, <laughs> long, beautiful, sustained notes and just yeah. in your face. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, Bob. It's been another one, been another good one. Thank you for joining us, all our bass-centric folks out there. And, uh, you know, we, we look forward to giving you many, many more in the, in, in the months to come. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Open Studio, for giving us opportunity to give you, you know, all this bass love. Okay? Thanks for listening. So thanks so much for checking us out. We love being here and doing this. So keep listening so we can keep doing it. I'm ready. Yeah. All right, man. Y'all take care. Till next time. Peace. Yeah.